Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Boy Scout Abuse Settlement. $850 million fund. Searching again in Surfside. We're proceeding with planning for the likely demolition of the building. Milestone in Afghanistan. American troops left without any fanfare. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. One of the largest children's groups that date back more than a century is making history again, this time with a settlement over sexual abuse. Correspondent Mola Lange spoke with a survivor. Anthony Mandich was around 10 years old when he says a scout leader first sexually abused him. Touching and talking. He left his first group because of the abuse, but joined another troop in Sun Valley, California shortly after. That started something that went on for a few years. He says a different leader abused him there. He didn't tell anyone at the time, but now says the pain traumatized him. I feel like it's ruined my whole life. Mandich is one of almost 90,000 alleged victims who filed claims against the Boy Scouts of America when the organization filed for bankruptcy in February. In the proposed settlement deal released late last night, the national organization would set up an $850 million fund and allow victims to try for more through insurance payouts. This is a bad deal for survivors. Michael Fowl represents Mandich and more than 1,000 other people with claims. It doesn't hold the Boy Scouts accountable. It doesn't hold the local councils accountable. Victims groups involved in the deal said it is a significant accomplishment that achieves consensus. Workers are back at the pile of tangled metal and concrete at the site of last week's condo collapse in Surfside, Florida. The operation was paused for more than 12 hours. Correspondent Omar Villafranca heard from Miami-Dade Mayor Daniela Cavalavine. We will continue to search feverishly, as we have done all along, in the parts of the collapse that we currently have access to. Search and rescue efforts resumed after a 15-hour standstill over safety concerns that the rest of the building could come down. Officials in Miami-Dade County said they are planning for a likely demolition of the remaining building. This is a decision that we need to make extremely carefully. Alan Kilsheimer is a structural engineer. No one really knows exactly what the condition of the remaining building is. USA Today details a work summary that says repairs on the building were postponed because it would have meant closing the pool to residents. A new sign American troops have almost completed their withdrawal from Afghanistan. Correspondent Charlie Daggett. We got confirmation here in Kabul from U.S. officials this morning that all American and coalition forces have departed from Bagram Air Base, that sprawling symbol of power north of Kabul. 
their unceremonious departure is the most significant milestone yet that America's longest war here has finally come to an end. Uh, It's now in the hands of Afghan security forces. That is way ahead of President Biden's promise to remove all U.S. forces by September 11th. Now, that doesn't mean the full withdrawal of American troops is complete yet. In this country, blistering heat is on the move. CBS meteorologist David Parkinson. As we look towards the weekend, we start to set more records further east. So we'll do it in Bismarck, North Dakota. We'll do it in Fargo. We'll even do it in portions of Wisconsin and Minnesota as well. Elsa powered up to a hurricane this morning. Officials in St. Vincent and the Grenadines, already battered by volcanic eruptions, have closed schools, businesses and the airport there. David says the system could reach the U.S. next week, affecting search and rescue at the condo collapse site. Right now, the most likely track would be a landfall somewhere in Florida sometime between Tuesday and Wednesday. Model guidance is anywhere between a Fort Myers, a Tampa, and a Florida panhandle landfall. A possible tornado passed through Washington, D.C. last night. For millions of Americans, the 4th of July weekend has already begun. The AAA's Janet Tidwell says people are hitting the roads in numbers unseen since the pandemic began. The Great American Road Trip has returned as 90% of all travelers will go by car and the car travel volume will set a record for the July 4th holiday weekend. The U.S. is temporarily suspending all federal executions. Attorney General Merrick Garland is imposing a moratorium so the Justice Department can review policies and procedures on capital punishment. Loyola Law Professor Lori Levinson. This seems like the logical response to what the Trump administration did at the end of its term. The Trump administration rushed to execute 13 individuals in six months, even in cases where there are questions about the legitimacy of the convictions and the imposition of the death penalty. It's a massive frustration for travelers, bags that don't arrive on time. Now, the Transportation Department will propose airlines be required to refund fees if checked luggage isn't delivered to passengers quickly enough. Legislation would also require money back for extras like internet access if it's not available during flights. America's fastest woman, Shakari Richardson, has tested positive for pot. CBS's Monica Ricks says that could dash her Olympic hopes. The superstar sprinter was tested the day of her historic U.S. Olympic trial run last month. Here comes Shakari! That run on NBC Sports. Her sights were set on gold in the 100-meter dash, but Richardson could now get sidelined from the summer games. Weed is banned by the World Anti-Doping Agency, and it could suspend her for 30 days. The Olympics start in three weeks. One of the most legendary and influential rock stars died 50 years ago tomorrow. Correspondent Steve Futterman looks back. He was the lead singer of one of the 60s most iconic groups. Jim Morrison, with his distinctive voice, poetic lyrics, and unpredictable behavior, became one of rock's most well-known personalities. Photographer Henry Diltz worked with The Doors and Morrison. I always thought of them as a shooting star. They burned brightly and quickly and then left. People are strange. Anthony DeCurtis is a critic with Rolling Stone magazine. It was more than just music. I mean, he wanted to transport people. Morrison also had substance issues. This is the end. And in 1971, in Paris, he was found dead in a bathtub, the official cause of death heart failure. His death at 27 was just 
stunning to me. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Car seat backs could be getting safer. CBS's Natalie Brand. The House, before leaving for July 4th recess, voted to approve a more than $700 billion transportation and infrastructure package. Part of that legislation includes a proposal CBS News has followed closely regarding seatback safety in vehicles. The new provision would require the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration to update its decades-old strength standard in vehicle seats within two years. A companion bill in the Senate is awaiting a full vote. Disney is tweaking a greeting to make it gender inclusive. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dreamers of all ages. The intro to the Magic Kingdom fireworks at Disney World will now be simply... Good evening, dreamers of all ages. And that's the World News Roundup for Friday, July 2nd, produced this week by Paul Ferry and Matt Cherry. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.